Welcome back to the Wyzetta Free Conversations podcast. Pastor Kevin Meyer interviews another one of our global partners, Mama Betty from Tanzania. While exploring Betty's journey, we begin with a word of prayer. Lord, I just would ask that you would take our conversation, allow for people to get to know Mama Betty and the ministry she's about in Tanzania, uh, to be able to use it, God, to not only give greater awareness, but uh, there would be people that would be called to a greater commitment, whether it's just financially, or maybe some who would go visit the school there, or whatever that would look like. We um, offer this to you as a gift, and pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Great. Well, I just want to welcome you to our Conversations podcast. This whole idea of helping others, and we've done this series before with regard to some of our global partners with our church. And so this time I'm talking about helping others in Tanzania. And uh, people may not realize it, but investing your time, money, and personal energy to help others doesn't just make the world better. It actually makes you better. Scientific studies indicate that the very act of helping others boosts your happiness, your health, and your sense of well-being. So today I'm excited in this conversation uh, to welcome Mama Betty. Welcome, Mama. Thank you. And and why do they call you Mama Betty? What does Mama mean in... Uh, Mama means mother, just like in other nation. Okay. It's only that this is in Kiswahili, which is a language in Tanzania. And there's a culture in Tanzania that every woman having a child, she's named by the neighbors and community by the first name, by the name of the first child. Really? Yes. Whether oh. a girl or a boy, so it'll be called Mama Jackie, Mama Mary, Mama <laughs> Justin. And there's also a culture that somebody uh, younger than you cannot just call you Betty. Mm. He has to refer to the name of your child. Ah, okay. Yes. Well, I've, I've, okay. So once in a while, I watch detective shows, and I'll, I'll watch some of these English ones, and and they'll say to the detective, "Mum." They'll kind of call that, which I think is a term of respect. Mm-hmm. And so that is why, um, like a mama Betty or whatever, someone would be called. So, yes. Yeah, so we think um, referring to the name of the first child, it's kind of a respect. Okay. Instead of mentioning my name. Sure. Sure. Well, I have to say, I have had the opportunity to go to Tanzania, and uh, I just say it is a land of beauty. And a lot of people don't realize that nearly one-third of Tanzania are national parks, and one of the biggest is Serengeti, right? Yes, you're right. And they have this great migration every year of wildebeest and zebras. Yes, yes. And uh, that is one thing. Another is, um, and you can help me on this, Lake Tanganyika. Yes, Tanganyika is a is a, a lake in Kigoma in the western part of of Tanzania, which is neighboring the Democratic Republic of Congo. Mm-hmm. So we share the lake with them. It's the second largest lake in the world. People wouldn't realize that. So, and then the you can help me on this as well. The the bulbo tree, bulbo tree. Yeah, uh, it's all over in Tanzania. And as I was kind of doing some work on this. They have trees that are a thousand years old, and yes, yes. The, one of the oldest trees I think in the world they believe is six thousand years old there. So, you have some amazing things there. The other is Mount Kilimanjaro, and it's the tallest mountain in Africa, and it's close to where you live, right? Yes, 
So we'll get into that a little bit mm-hmm. as you tell us a little yeah. about yourself. Tell us a little bit about your, maybe your early years. I was born in Kilimanjaro in a village called Mwika. Mm-hmm. I was raised up by my grandma and grandpa and mom. They're telling me my daddy died when I was only three months. Okay. He was working with the KARA, King Ri- African Rifles. Oh, okay. This was a British colony army in Kenya and mm-hmm. in Tanzania, of course. But he was working as a medical assistant. Okay. And they told me he died, and so I had to be raised by grandma and pa. And they. So my education also, elementary education, I had it in the village. Mm-hmm. And in secondary school, it's uh, other villages, in, like another town far mm-hmm. from there. And then later on to a high school. Okay. So you were educated there. Anything unique that you recall about your younger years? Well, I'll say I like playing a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll say I was a brilliant child. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll get into that. Cause yeah. That's true, like yeah. in your education. Because we had grade four exams, and once you pass, you are sent to a, what they call upper school, mm-hmm. in a boarding school, yeah. which is a very good school. So I managed out of a classroom of 70, I was the only one. So, so. I... Later on, I realized, ah, I was brilliant, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and that comes from that kind of English language, too, because people would say brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, this idea of education, <laughs> you studied in advanced uh, and got an advanced diploma in accounting is, is what I understand. Is that correct? Yes. And you completed the degree, and I understand your GPA was rather high. Yes, I studied the advanced diploma in accountancy, which was equivalent to a first degree. Mm-hmm. And my GPA was uh, pretty good. Yeah, 3.9 out of mm-hmm. 4. That's really good. So, the <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. they, they, they college decided to retain me as a member, of one of the members of faculty. Mm-hmm. And then later on, after one year, they sponsored me to Glasgow in Strathclyde University. Okay. To study a master's in finance, MSc mm-hmm. finance. Okay. So end of 1995, I graduated the master's degree. Well, what I think is so interesting is I just look at your history. You have begun a U.S. extension college. You entered into um, politics. You're a district commissioner appointed by the president um, in that, as well as you went to parliament. I, I could go on. But what most amazed me is you were a part of our church for a f- number of years before I even knew who you were, what you did. And, I mean, I saw you around. I didn't really have an understanding, and people were getting to know you. And what impressed me most was your humility. I mean, God has called you to begin a ministry. We'll talk about that in a a moment. But often um, when people come who have a ministry in another part of the world, they often come to the senior pastor and they kind of say, can you help us? Can you help me? And you didn't do anything <laughs> like that. And your humility uh, around that is, is amazing. So I, I just you. wanted you to know that. Let's Thank get, you. Let's talk a little bit about you were in school and getting these degrees. You did get married. And can you tell us a little bit about your husband? Yes, I got married very early after high school. Okay. I got this uh, future husband, Samuel. Mm-hmm. And uh, we married, and uh, God blessed us with four children. Mm-hmm. Jackie, who is working in Tanzania, 
Jolene. She's working in Somalia with the refugees. Mm -hmm. Olivia is here. And Tamara is a medical doctor. She's also here. Okay, so you have Olivia and Tamara are in the USA. Yes. And you have two others who are working in other areas in Africa. Yes. Okay. Tell me, your your husband, is he, um, tell me a little bit more about him. Yeah, my husband was, uh, I would say, a small business mm-hmm. man. He had a partner. They own a small hotel in Dar es Salaam. From that one business, that's what getting money to educate our children. He died in 2006. Mm-hmm. That was a big challenge to me because the children, some of them had not finished uh, their education, college education. I prayed to God to give me courage to Mm -hmm. accept what happened, but also to give me wisdom to save and work on the little which was left by him. Luckily, the president of the United Republic of Tanzania, after that, appointed me to become a district commissioner. Wow. So from the salary I was getting and the little which was left, then I managed to make sure that the girls finish up their college education. Wow. So we'll talk about that, but I think that is incredible that the president asked you uh, and had you consider this whole idea of being a district commissioner, which people may not realize is a position, a political position over an area in mm-hmm. Mount Kilimanjaro. So you represented in that sense the people in, in, in that area. Before that, just a quick question. Um, You had graduated from the Institute of Finance Management and actually taught financial accounting and sometimes auditing and things like that. At one point, you were seconded, which means you were asked by that school to start a college. Tell me a little bit about that. This world of college in Forest City uh, in America, uh, they came one man, David Fritz, I think, Mm -hmm. if I can remember. And they wanted to establish a branch college in Tanzania. So I was seconded to go and establish it. So Mm -hmm. we rented some buildings and started the recruiting students. And the intention is students study for two years in Tanzania and come for graduation on the associate degree in in America Mm -hmm. at Waldorf College. And later on, they could transfer to other schools. Most of them transferred to Arkansas University, some of them to Wichita School University. Okay. Yeah. So you were doing that, and then it was at that point that uh, the president came to you and, and said, I'd like you to be that district commissioner? So for, for a long time, the, this college had the affiliation with the Evangelical Church of America. So okay. they suggested they wanted the school to be handed over to the Evangelical Church in Tanzania. So the program ended after like five years. Okay. So I had to go back to my employer. Mm-hmm. Then the president, uh, okay. I got this appointment. Okay. Tell me a little bit about what it means to be a district commissioner. A district commissioner, it's, uh, I would say it's a challenging work, but it's actually a leadership position whereby you have to represent the president in everything. The, you are in charge of the district in every way. Okay. So you need wisdom to be able to deal with people. You know you have the community. Sure. Uh, people are not educated. People are hungry. I mean, they don't know how, even how to talk nicely sure. to a leader. Sometimes they uh, they don't have money. So you just have to have wisdom to deal with everybody. Okay. So from that, you went and ran to be a, a member of parliament in Tanzania. Is that correct? Yes. And I'll, 
let me make correction a little. The district commissioner, I was a district commissioner in Zega, which is a district in the far west of Tanzania. Oh, okay. Yes. So sometimes when you go there, the conditions of living is not like where you come from. Mm -hmm. So you have to adhere to, I mean, you have to tolerate to live in that situation. And so from there, then after the five years of being a district commissioner, I contested for a position in the parliament mm -hmm. of Tanzania. And the, these are positions which are given by the ruling party to every region contested to represent women. Okay. So I won the elections and I was dealing with the women. Wow. So you were in parliament and over what, what area? Was it back in Kilimanjaro that you then? Yes, I had to represent the women from Kilimanjaro. Okay. But then when you remember parliament, you deal with everybody else, okay. every other region. You have to listen to problems of people, not only from your region. Okay. And, yeah. and you also helped, you had told me, with microfinance business loans. Yes, I did this, helping them get microfinance loans from the councils, from banks. But also, most important was sending experts to teach them on poultry farming, tailoring, beekeeping, so that at least their lives are sustainable. The programs are sustainable, so they can continue with them and get money from the programs. Okay. What did that lead to? What, what was your next step beyond that? Well, from there, I did not uh, win the next elections because my party failed. Mm -hmm. But then when I was in parliament, I witnessed uh, these dire situations of the, the youth. Mm -hmm. So I thought with my daughters that um, maybe it's now time to go back to God and give back. Mm -hmm and they maybe establish a school to make sure that these people, these youth who are loitering on the roads, on the streets, drinking alcohol, staying idle, engaging themselves in thefts, yeah. they could go to school and uh, there will be a change in yeah. the community. When I was in um, Kenya, and I remember going to Nairobi, I was just amazed at how many young men walked along the roads and be carrying a bottle in their hand. I saw all these young men who had all this idle time, and obviously uh, that's not really good for young men with all kinds of energy like that. It, it doesn't usually go into good places. So that's what you were observing, I think, as well, correct? Yes. Too much idle time for youth is really not good. Uh -huh. I actually approached some pastors in the churches around and they were telling me they have even witnessed a low number of weddings because they, they never get married anymore. Mm -hmm. They don't have any, any plans to get married. And they cannot even get married, some of them, because of drinking illicit alcohol. God has blessed me and my children. They have got education, I got education. We have a house to live in. What have we given to God? Nothing. But He gave us. So we thought it's time now we give back to God and make sure that these youth are getting education. So what did you do? So we agreed to surrender our family property in Kilimanjaro. We did some renovations. We constructed some extensions according to the government regulations. And then we, we started recruiting students mm -hmm. to, to be able to get skills. And we started with the tour guide and the culinary arts, beauty and the hair therapy, housekeeping, 
computing but also bible knowledge mm-hmm. and the bible study mm-hmm. and the youth they love jesus mm-hmm. i realized the youth they love jesus it's only that they are not getting this education they sing choir in the school sing choir in the churches around the school we opted to offer to them was really important sure and sure. useful so you actually gave your property a way to build a school I know that there was a a verse of scripture that was important to you that has meant something to you. Do you yeah, want to share that? This is actually in from Hebrew six ten mm-hmm. and it says God is not unjust, he will not forget you awake and the love you have shown in him as you help his people continue to help them. Right. Right. Yeah, so this is what we did. The Bible, the word of God actually give the youth guidance and support as they navigate in the challenging part of the development and they seek to grow. Mm-hmm. So whenever they do, when they have a good word, it saves them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, so I know one of the things that you're going to be doing, as and we will with you as a church, is we hope to kind of help your ministry and who you are um, to give some awareness to our church body and to allow them to know what God is doing through the ministry in the school that you're you're doing. Also, I know that um, we're going to be having a group go to Tanzania and visit the village and in the school and be a part of that experience. What what would they be doing there? We are expecting visiting the community, but also helping in teaching students in different mm-hmm. departments. Okay. Like the culinary arts department, the tour guide department. They could also be teaching English. Mm-hmm. They'll be helping also in building the school. Okay. We're expecting to put up the community center. Mm-hmm. So we could be starting and they'll be helping in building. And then they, they also will be there for the graduation, is what I understand. Yes, they'll be there for graduation. They will attend the graduation. And uh, they'll be visiting also the church nearby. Okay. And uh, I think they have a program to work with the children sure. as well. And so they'll be busy. So yeah. I know they're going to be there for a period of time. I I have been on some of these trips. In, in the one that I was on when I was in Tanzania, uh, we actually did a safari at the very end, kind of debriefed, and mm-hmm. we're going to make sure they do something like that as well. I mean, if you're going to go to Tanzania, you yeah. probably want to see yeah. elephants and lions and tigers and yes. model buffaloes and all the different things they have there, right? Yeah, if they'll be ready, there's in Gorongoro, greater conservation waiting for them. Sure. There'll be Manyara, so... But it sounds like a great trip. I'm I'm hoping some people, if they're listening, they might be sensing that this is something that they feel is the right thing and God may be leading them as well. So thanks yeah. so much for sharing that. I do have a question for you because it would be good, I think, for people to understand how you even found our church. Tell us a little bit about your coming to Wyzetta Free in the first place. Yes, I, I visited Olivia. My daughter, mm-hmm. she was living in Plymouth, uh, apartments which are n- not far from the church. Mm-hmm. And then that day I told her, no, 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 I need to go for a walk. I cannot just stay inside the house. Let me go for a walk. And then I was walking along 101. And then I found people with uh, billboards sure. saying something about prayers. <laughs> 
And then since I grew up a Christian, I would definitely be interested in prayers. What prayers are these? So you're walking down 101, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And as you're walking down, yeah. you see people holding uh-huh. signs that yes. say yeah. drive through prayer. Yeah, prayer. Yeah. Drive through prayer. What is this? Yeah. Let me ask them. I okay. got the courage and asked, hi, good morning. Uh, would you mind to tell me what are you doing? They said, oh, we are pr- praying for people who are driving and whatever. I asked them, can you pray for me, please? They said, yes. Oh, I said, oh, yes. This is. <laughs> so you, you didn't do drive through prayer. You did walk-through prayer. Yeah, I was just walking. <laughs> I was driving. Yeah. But then I think the courage which I got to ask them, what are you doing? Sure. That's why they prayed for me, and that's why I even joined the church. For sure, I was so much impressed. Yeah. I said, oh, my Lord. I said, so can I join your church? Yes, yes. Oh, the next Sunday. I will see a burning in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's such a wonderful story. And what's been really cool to see, too, is yeah. as people have gotten to know you and as people have come around you and understood that uh, ministry that God had placed on your heart, we've we've had some people become a team around you, and they've helped um, build the 501c3 so you can help the ministry there. And there's others who have come around you in prayer. And a lot of this that we're doing here is for people to get to know you and get to know a little bit about your ministry. Is there ways that you would ask us to help you? First of all, Pastor Kevin, let me say I'm thankful to you for organizing even this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful to the Waisata Free Church congregation, my brothers and sisters, for their support. And I'll ask them to partner with us in a committed prayer Mm-hmm. And the generous giving as God will lead them mm-hmm. as we continue giving the education to the to the students in Tanzania. Okay. So I'm thinking the biggest thing apart from the support, we are asking for sustainability of the of the partnership. Mm-hmm. Of course, prayers. Okay. Yeah. We will do that, and we will make this known, and we will um, be praying for what God is doing through you and through that school, as well as for the students who will be attending. We're looking forward to finding out more and being a part of this. So thanks so much for taking time and sharing with me in this conversation. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks.